Hello, and welcome back. You probably recognize the actions I just played to greet you and then to welcome you. The last session was about giving messages an emotional charge. And the action learning challenged you to translate your aspirations into actions, into messages. In the next three sessions, I will give you options to bring your messages to life. When Winston Churchill delivered his defiant speech to the British Parliament in June 1940, he used one of the simplest content devices to drive home his message. There's a recording of the speech, so I'll hand over to the man himself. We shall go on to the end. We shall fight in France. We shall fight on the seas and oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. Given the impact of that speech, what it meant for Britain, France and the rest of the Allies, the actual recording seems a bit tame. Gary Oldman's performance in the feature film The Darkest Hour seems to have a lot more drama in it. But such assessments are irrelevant. We shall fight them on the beaches. We shall fight them on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. That content delivered a message that lifted the nation. We shall never surrender. The device, repetition. And it doesn't get much simpler than that. Martin Luther King used repetition in his I Have a Dream speech. Barack Obama had the audience repeat, yes, we can, during his inauguration. Repetition turns content into a message. If a strong message moves people, strong content stays with people and continues to deliver the message, like a song that you can't get out of your head. It's how slogans work. They are easy to share, easy to remember, easy to repeat, and the impact of their message grows. Now, how effective was Make America Great Again? The cognitive sciences have turned up a fascinating insight that's profoundly relevant to what we're talking about. And for simplicity, I'll put this into the first person. If I understand it, I am more likely to believe it. Or rather, if I think I understand it, I'm more likely to believe it. Donald Trump's unexpected electoral success was unexpected by people who could not believe how this man's campaign could possibly succeed. What now seems clear is that there were enough voters who felt they understood what Make America Great Again meant to them. And so they believed it would happen under President Trump. Print those words on caps, put it on signs, waved at campaign rallies, plastered them on buses, billboards, media advertising, and you harness the power of repetition, an easy to remember slogan and a simple understandable aspiration. Look, there's no question that Make America Great Again was effective content for the messages it delivered to the US voting public. I also think it sold a lot of hats. Also, there is no question that it is possible to make people believe. And when you do, you have won the communication battle. President Trump is a divisive figure, so I'm simply reviewing the effect of this content, so I'll leave him and, uh, and I'll step through some other devices to bring your messages to life. Metaphors and similes. Metaphors 
describe something, an object or an action, in a way that isn't literally true, but that resembles it in certain ways. The moon was a ghostly galleon tossed upon cloudy seas. Well, the moon's actually a satellite in orbit around the Earth, but the way it appears in the sky tonight, it's a ghostly galleon. The chairman of the board stabbed the CEO in the back. Well, the chairman of the board hasn't stabbed anyone. But the CEO trusted the chairman and the sudden and unexpected termination of the contract stabbed in the back. Similes make it clear that there's a comparison going on by including the word like or as in the description. He's as cunning as a fox. Okay, foxes are believed to be cunning. He appears cunning, cunning like a fox. The way the management team are behaving, it's like the Hunger Games around here. Now, managers aren't actually killing each other, but the competition for resources is fierce, so it's, it's like the Hunger Games. In the reference material, there's a terrific talk delivered by James Geary about metaphor, highly recommended. The power of metaphors and similes, and why they are excellent content, is that they're easy to remember. Okay? What did the chairman do to the CEO? He's as cunning as a what? They're easy to remember because they're often visual. You know, stabbed him in the back, cunning as a fox. They're easy to remember because they're emotional. Stabbing, cunning. Easy to remember and visual metaphors and similes make the concept easy to understand, which leads people to make associations. The chairman was able to stab the CEO in the back because he's as cunning as a fox. And being easy to understand, it makes it easier to believe. And then, rightly or wrongly, a complex series of nuanced events has been reduced to a simple explanation. The chairman is a knife-wielding fox. Metaphors and similes are powerful, so use them responsibly. You can take your metaphors and turn them into visual images. And this is particularly relevant to presentations that involve your, your PowerPoint, your keynote, or your slides. The reason this works is that more of your brain is involved in the processing of visual imagery than anything else. You want to speak directly to the brains of your audience? Get visual. Look, I can talk about the need to be alert or vigilant, or I can show this. Or I can talk about endurance, or I can show this slide. I can warn you about the character of the chairman, or I could show you this slide. Or this slide. Or I can stop impugning the character of board chairs and remind you that most of them are actually like this. And at this point, I should point out the danger of corny corporate stock images. You can access literally millions of images on the net. Most are pretty dreadful, but sometimes, sometimes you come across something that just nails it. I find the process of looking for the right image helps me to get even clearer on the message that I want that content to deliver. I also take a lot of photos, knowing that one day they might help me explain a, a personal insight. Some are literal, some are metaphors, a picture tells a thousand words. Look, there's, there's more to be said about content, but we're aiming to keep these sessions short. As much as I'd like to keep giving you useful ideas, we don't want you to feel like this. 
So we'll take a break and give you some time to work with metaphors and images. In the action learning, we'll ask you to go in search of some metaphors and similes and images to support your communication strategy. And when we come back for the second content session, it'll be stories. See you then. Bye for now.